Hello, and welcome to the Cubicorn Games Podcast. My name is Dustin Morbido. Joining me today, Lorraine Morbido is here. It's chilly and I love it. <laughs> it is. Fall is here. Fall has fallen. Thank God. So what happens? Spring, spring. No, so fall, uh, summer falls is what happens. <laughs> fall rises. Summer falls, fall rises. Fall happens. Spring has sprung. What does winter do? Kills you instantly. <laughs> <laughs> all the bugs and all the plants. Deals critical damage. It's critical damage that I thrive. It's like uh, a toxic orb holding Pokemon that gets poisoned. I get healed by it. Okay. <laughs> I get healed by the cold. Very well. Summer uh, steals my soul away and winter gives it back. How's fall treating you so far? Hell yeah. Fucking great. I love it. It was like 87 degrees like Wednesday last week and then it has plummeted to like the mid 60s brushing up against but not going over the low 70s and I have been thriving. Yeah, I'll take it. It's It's been nice, I think, to have just a transition, just like to going from season to season to have it shift a bit. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Again, we're still dealing with... You know, for the rest of our lives, we're still going to have 80, 90 oh, yeah. degree days in September and probably onward going forward to the future. But uh, I'm glad to see that now we do have at least, mm-hmm. like we're in the 60s more often like than I'll, not, at least yeah. this coming week. So I'll take it. In the last few years, I feel like it's been almost well into October that it's been still pretty warm. So having it, at least for a little while, be kind of cool before that is nice. For sure. Well, that's, uh, the fall has given me, like I said, a little bit of boost in terms of, like, like you know, just anything kind of changes around you, and it can mm-hmm. give you a little bit of nudge to kind of get some stuff done. So that's kind of how I've been feeling the last week or so. And so we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff. We're going to talk <laughs> about some irritating shit. <laughs> rest of September, we've been nudged in the opposite direction. Over the last couple of weeks, we're going to talk about some game development plans for the next couple of months. And we might chat about some stuff after, but... Yeah. Uh, this is going to be more of an update episode than mm-hmm. a, like, what we've been playing or otherwise doing. And mostly that's because <laughs> our internet has been a shambles for the last, like, almost a month. <laughs> yeah. Because it was um, right around Labor Day. Right after, maybe, even? There was a big storm. Knocked out a lot of power. Ourselves and a handful of other friends around the, like, southeastern Detroit-ish area, Michigan area, like almost a straight forty-eight hours. Right, it about, was about two days total. I think it was in give or take for us. I think it was technically like forty-four, maybe, but it was really goddamn close. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. <laughs> and then when it came back on, ever since that point, our internet was literally in the trash. Yeah, it just has been very spotty. Where sometimes it'll work fine, and a lot of the time. It is like functionally unusable mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of like like kilobits specific down. right speci- well specifically or the upload even. upload yeah, speeds we've been getting yeah, have been really remember. shitty so uh, <laughs> we swapped service providers and we'll see how that goes it's going okay so far mm-hmm. but that has cost us a lot of time many in terms weeks because of- it was like after that happened or no, it was right before Labor Day because it was the week of Labor Day that we got. The ori- our original internet service provider came out later that week, didn't fix anything, so you made the call to switch. They came out the week after. They had problems with their like authentication end or whatever, something on their side, not necessarily like in- it yeah, was that- an internal problem or whatever. Right. It wasn't related to like us or anything that he did specifically. And it was another week after that, so being this past Friday. <laughs> yeah, it took a couple of weeks of back and forth to both confirm that the initial work they were doing from our old service provider didn't solve the problem mm-hmm. and at that point i was reticent to call them back and just have them come out again and potentially <laughs> still not fix it with another yeah. visit 
well, I tried something else, and having them install it took a couple weeks for various technical reasons. So yeah, it's been Ooh. a fucking mess. And it's one point during that, I think it was after we got the power back, you got you were under the weather for a little bit. Wasn't COVID, unless it was like an extremely mild case that never tested positive. I never caught anything, but that kind of like just was another kick while we were already partially down. Made it through that. Both feeling good, generally speaking. Yeah, and we're moving on from here. But all that was, yeah, just uh, and August, <laughs> beginning of September has been. Yeah. For real example, mess. The, <laughs> the last episode we recorded where we had a guest, the, I believe the call was being done on a laptop that was tethered to a phone, not our actual Wi Fi, because that's how fucked it was. Yeah. So it was wild. Yeah. And fingers crossed for that. We'll, we'll be really kicking the tires this coming week. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, presumably stream. I'm hoping. Cause... The last of Tales of Symphonia this Thursday, which will be the day after this goes up. <laughs> yeah. If not the very last, the second to last. There's yeah. not too much left in the game, but there's a handful of fights and dungeons that, to my recollection, don't take like super long, but we'll mm-hmm. see. And then I'm going to try to dig up some other indie thing to play on Saturday. And so if you want to check that out, you can catch that at twitch.tv slash games. Yeah. Both of those things. That we'll hopefully get back into the cadence of potentially playing something mm-hmm. on Thursdays. And then... Just a regular anything. <laughs> and then hopefully doing more indie stuff on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, other than that, rather, I guess, we're going to keep working on stuff. We're going to yeah. try to get back into a regular flow of working on games again after just a lot of disruptions and a lot of... So many. ...issues. <laughs> we have a target to hit now for another show. Yumacon is coming up. That is... The anime convention that's in downtown Detroit every year other than COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's back in full effect. It seems like it's going to be a really good time. Yeah, it's... um, As Lorraine said... It's November 3rd through the 6th. Yep. As Lorraine said on our last episode, uh, we talked to Steven Zavala. He's Mm -hmm. one of the people who's helped organizing the indie game crew that's going to be there. So if you're listening to this and didn't listen to the last episode, go back to that last episode. There's a link in the show notes. I'll try... I maybe put it here too if I remember to. To submit your project, your studio, your whatever, you probably still have a couple weeks, like a week or two, to maybe get that in. And in time, yeah. In time, yeah. But if you can, if you submit for that and can make it to downtown Detroit over that weekend, uh, you know, you can show your game off to the general public. No charge for display if you if you're. Yeah, that's one of the. It's a, approved. It for as big of a show as it's become, it's still a very kind of local, almost grassrootsy type thing, and. All of our interactions with yeah, I don't know showing them. at Yomacon has always been real smooth and really nice. I don't know them in a personal capacity in any way, but from my very distant reactions with Cora, the other people who are on that show, it seems like they just care about keeping like some level of like you know community because it's the thing that Gen mm-hmm. Con has lost over the years. Where yeah. it is Gen Con has become and and Yomacon is a pretty big show too, but it's not it's not like Gen Con level. No, 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 no. But Gen Con has become such an enormous show that it feels like there's not even a single human being involved in putting it on. Like yeah. it feels like that's run by an AI or mm. <laughs> robots or something. And I mean, it's like, like until, it is so like, impersonal and so sometimes shitty. that can also work against Yomacon just being kind of not as maybe efficiently run and so i know i've heard like from more from the artist alley side that things can be a little chaotic but at minimum yeah very much appreciate the opportunities they provided us and other little game devs to show stuff off and just appreciate the vibe of that show like i said just being you know excuse for weird dorky people to (laughs) get together and hang out in detroit 
very much uh very much looking forward to it yeah like you said the third through the sixth yep. i believe of the, november of november and i believe the fourth is the re- first like re- quote-unquote real day i think the third is a little lighter and more setup-y kind of like the gen con wednesday okay i, I wasn't entirely sure yeah, i couldn't remember definitely if it the was friday saturday like, sunday are like yeah. full like dealer room shit's popping off days and i think that thursday is just a little maybe it is yeah I, honestly, a, like I said i don't remember like you said it is on the list of days they have on the website so yeah mm-hmm. it's a day where things happen i believe we'll unless something goes wrong i believe we'll be setting up that thursday okay to to exhibit from friday onward uh, but that should be a good time look forward to that mm-hmm. we will be showing off down the drain which is not going to be really really big deal because it'll either be the steam version that's already out or like a very lightly updated mm-hmm. version uh so if you like there's not uh it's more of a you know this is just thing. putting it out there, yeah. advertising kind of thing. Like it's not a preview of stuff to come necessarily, although mm-hmm. we do have a few more updates we'll talk about in a tiny bit for that game. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be busting out uh, Super Cucumber again, which we have like just barely started the process of really getting back into yeah. development-wise. So that also probably won't be like a transformatively different experience from if you happen to have played a build of that game. In 2019. Last, the last time we were showing it off and right, probably about 2019. But it'll be a good take the temperature kind of thing mm-hmm. to just get it back out there in the wild. And we're hoping to have a public Steam page for that game live by then mm-hmm. so that people can at least like look at it and go wishlist it if they want. Uh, we'll see. That's all still in process. The wheels are spinning on that. Uh, but that's the plan right now is to put out, is to just go put, have a fun show, show off stuff we've been working on, maybe build the tiniest little bit of extra buzz. <laughs> <laughs> About things we've already got out there in the wild. Uh, and then go from there. So yeah, if you're in the Detroit area, come to Yumacon. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. In early November, it should be a good time. And then as far as ongoing game development, other than that, like I said, well, uh, I'm not 100% sure what milestones will hit for that show. We shall see mm-hmm. for both Cucumber and Down the Drain. But for other ongoing development, we're still planning to, you know, release Cucumber next year. Mm-hmm. We're still going to have a Down the Drain update that will be coming. I don't know when for sure at this point, yeah. but it'll happen. New final boss fight, uh, hard mode that might shuffle some other stuff around. We're still kind of working that through. Mm-hmm. At least figuring out details. Yeah, uh, and maybe a couple other bug fixes and stuff. Well, th- those will definitely come at some point. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff, like I said, there are a couple little outstanding bugs that I think we might push. Yeah. Uh, just to get that stuff fixed up before Yumicon. But yeah, we'll. Uh, so we'll kind of be to some extent. Still making some small updates down the drain and, and spinning up on Cucumber. And going forward, our plans are now at this point to do an update for Down the Drain before Cucumber's release. That will definitely mm-hmm. still happen. Yeah. We're not going to like shift development to Cucumber, release that, come back and do the Down the Drain update. That update will happen first. Yeah. And then we'll, we're going to put Cucumber out on Steam and then we're going to go from there. Mm-hmm. And now we've got... Unfortunately, some bad news and then a little bit of good news to follow it up. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know before this, I think on on a podcast level update, we had been talking about potentially doing console stuff on Down the Drain first. And it had always been in like the kind of periphery of most of our messaging in the past. Yeah. And our plan has always been put to try to put the games out on consoles if we could. Mm-hmm. And again, that was going to be like an order of operations thing where like the idea was maybe if we could ship Down the Drain on Switch, uh, mm-hmm. we'll take some of that experience and work forward into Cucumber. And have like a little bit of a leapfrog extra heads up for console development on that game. But as of right now, uh, we have had correspondence with Nintendo. And by correspondence, I mean... A rejection. (laughs) I filled out a form and they sent us a form letter back uh, that they are not currently interested in allowing us to publish down the train on the Nintendo Switch. 
And after doing a little digging, it seems like relative to the Wii U, which is, again, eons ago, yeah. <laughs> the Nintendo platform we originally intended to publish these games on when we thought we could build them in a really small amount of time. <laughs> uh, Nintendo Danger was high. just way more open yeah. with, like, they're like, hey, look, if you got a game you want to put on the platform, uh, and you'll fork out, you know, the money for dev hardware to Couple do it, we'll, thousand, let, you, we'll yeah. let you publish it. And these days it seems like they're much more reticent to allow stuff into the Switch marketplace unless it's either, like, a thing that has a ton of market presence already, mm-hmm. like it's sold a decent amount on a platform that already exists yeah or it's affiliated with a publisher that has the means to spend some like discrete amount of marketing dollars advertising it mm-hmm. you know right now our games are not really either of those things <laughs> <laughs> like it's just the two of us we're uh pretty small uh and so we like i said we basically unfortunately i like i would have loved a human level of feedback but instead we yeah. basically just got a formal order like we are sorry, but... And it took him like a month game, to give us that. Your, your game X is not currently, you know, we don't want it right now. Yeah. Thank you for your time. And so, you know, we'll still evaluate our options going forward because that situation might change. You know, yeah, we, we might... it's impossible to say. Take another swing or two. But for the moment, it's kind of out of our hands. You know, we're just going to... Mm-hmm. I think the plan right now is to keep on trucking along with the things we can do yeah. to get those games onto pl- more platforms into more hands. And, um... You know, for anybody who backed us on Kickstarter, which we're going to have a little post as this podcast goes up and refer them to this, uh, we sincerely apologize for, at minimum, the delay mm-hmm. <laughs> in the console versions. If not, you know, we'll see if we get to do them. Ever. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. That is a, a thing that is very much in flux. Yeah. And then, like, kind of in just regards to the other platforms, like, we could still maybe do that at some point. Like, but I just, if we had had a discussion just in our... Many what I could we could just call company meetings at this point of just like it kind of like they don't really fit there as well. It well, would... the other my other thought was that like still again this is going back to Kickstarter is that we would try hardest for PlayStation and Nintendo since those are the mm-hmm. the platforms we can cont- we offered in the Kickstarter originally. Yeah. Like, so we're to try to port them to the contemporary platforms to you know whatever <laughs> at this point the switch 2 <laughs> and you know the playstation 5 or 6 or whatever i guess we'll see but uh yeah and xbox was always kind of just like a you know, nice to have because we mm-hmm. never offered that to other people to, to people in the kickstarter or whatever so yeah it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility we're gonna do our best because it would be interesting to still learn more about console porting mm. anyway uh, and and uh, honestly, PlayStation is a little more on the table than Nintendo for sure, and Xbox is probably the most available. But again, that's not a thing we promised people, so I'm not like falling ass backwards to do mm-hmm. it just because it wasn't a pre-existing deal we made, you know, with folks. So yeah, again, for the moment, all I can say is, you know, we appreciate your support and your patience, and we will see what happens. Hopefully, I'm crossing both of <laughs> four fingers on two different hands. <laughs> uh, we will get the chance to put out these games on some number of console platforms but for right now and this is kind of what i had said as we got down the drain the door out the door too is that i do want to just have both games shipped in some form mm-hmm. so that they at least exist somewhere for people who for anyone who wants to try them or who had already given us money to make them exist certainly be better to ship them on something than to never ship them at all mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll start there and work our way backwards again one step at a time and then as an imperfect compromise but uh <laughs> You know, one that I think will at least be... It's uh, a bonus, I guess. Yeah, somewhat helpful for people, uh, especially since, you know, I had corresponded with at least one person who backed our games who was mm-hmm. playing on that platform. But uh, we are going to support Steam Deck officially at some point in the in the nebulous future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we might actually have a Steam Deck in hand 
by the time this episode goes up, it might ship tomorrow. <laughs> the oh, day really? Wow. Is. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But And then my plan is to... And that is, again, luckily, this, this is the thing we're fully in control over. Because, you know, Steam has opened up the platform enough to where you can publish pretty much anything on there with a little effort. Mm-hmm. I haven't done the due diligence yet to see exactly how involved it'll be. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's any more involved than, you know, manually changing some of the control stuff and exporting to Linux to get it to run mm-hmm. in a proprietary stable format yeah, yeah. on the Steam Deck. I, I did get confirmation again from one of our backers who had played the game on the Steam Deck that was a little wonky on initial launch, and then after, I think it was like a full reinstall, it just kind of worked. Yeah. And I don't know how much they played since then, so we're going to have to do a lot of testing on our own to see mm-hmm. uh, how, how the game works on that platform. But it's a thing we're going to do, because mm-hmm. like I said, just the, like we can actually control that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in fact, since we're already in the Steam ecosystem anyway, it'll be a little easier than, like it'll be kind of like a half step towards a console port. Yeah. It'll be easier than doing any of the specific console ports, because the verification process will be fundamentally the same, like probably a few more, uh, just a little more scrutiny to make sure the game conforms with whatever mm-hmm. the Steam Deck requirements are to get the, the basically a badge stamped on it that says like, this is Steam Deck capable. Uh, but that's going to happen. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. And and again, I actually think the Steam Deck seems like a really solid platform. So hope I hope that they And I've been hearing some good things like Yeah, I mean they've sold a, a decent chunk of them like that. So and that, a lot of it's just been like supply uh, chain constraints yeah, for at this production. Point, it, it'll just which, be kind of a matter of like whether people play on them kind of like continually ongoing or whether mm-hmm. it's a thing people fuck with for a few months and then just shove it a drawer somewhere. Yeah. And I, I really don't know at this point. Like we'll kind of see, but it's a, like I do think the Steam Deck is really well suited to the kind of things we're making. Like yeah, small for sure. little games that you might play for, you know, 30 minutes or an hour and then, you know, go back to finish your lunch break or whatever you're going to do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it, it should be a great platform for indie games because also like like mid to low, low end complexity stuff on Unity will run on that thing. Should yeah. run smooth as fuck. Like, the, like compared to like, you know, you could probably get like the latest, you know, Tomb Raider or whatever, like a big action game to run at like a tolerable frame rate on that thing, mm-hmm. I suspect. But like little littler stuff, yeah, uh, should run in a completely symmetrical way as it would on like a big PC. Like like I wouldn't expect anything that we ever put out to push that hardware beyond its limits. Yeah, so. I could imagine. Uh, yeah, looking forward to that again. Some you know some disappointment, but some positives. So you know we'll take the good, we'll take the bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we got we got to keep pressing onward because that also just you know. Full disclosure about other setbacks. I was just really down over a decent chunk of the summer months, too. It just kind of took a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't think it helped that we, uh, you know, pushed as hard as we did to get yeah, down the drain the, out the, the door. the burnout was real. Yeah. So I'm glad. Like, I think it did it negatively affected my mental health for yeah. weeks to months after, depending on how charitable you want to be to me. But our yeah, plan is never is. to do that again. I don't ever want to crunch it's like that. It's been a bad summer. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it has not been good for either again, of us. I, I still like sort of feel okay about it because I just wanted to, to have a thing out there. Mm-hmm. Like in that sense, I'm glad we did it. But going forward, I don't think I want to try to do it again if, it, if at all remotely possible, which is yeah. really why I'm tempering our expectations for what's going to be in those Yumicon builds because I don't want to uh, yeah. bust our asses wide open to like to really make sure that they've been iterated on, especially because at this point with like with Cucumber, like I said, it's been so fucking long that mm-hmm. that game almost just needs a fresh set of eyes. Period. Yeah, just to even decide where to go with it next in like a big meaningful direction. So hopefully get some people trying it out, get some feedback, uh, get some like observations in the wild and then go from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's our plan for the next couple of months. 
soundtrack stuff still ongoing for Down the Drain. I never got that together, mostly because as we were having conversations about what was going to be in that other update, there will be at minimum one additional song. Mm -hmm. At that point, I was just... And again, this is more me being lazy than whatever, so... Apologies in advance, but I was like, well, if I'm going to, if the content of the soundtrack is going to change, I'm like just too lazy to put it up on like Steam and then like update mm. the soundtrack with additional content. I mean, it's a thing I could do. Like, I just was like, well, I might as well even just wait until like, it's done and then. Yeah, just even if the song is done before the new content is out, you could just put the song in there because it's going to be a free update. It's not like you have to pay for it and give yeah. them a bit of a taste. So it is most likely that will go live when At that like point. when our like true gold final down the drain version is live with like hard mode new boss and all that stuff so that is still going to come again we will get that to everybody on kickstarter uh just if they want it like i said it'll be like you know we'll try to get as many steam keys as we can mm-hmm. if, if for some reason we can't get one for everybody we'll put like a google drive link or something yeah. up for like you know if you want to go grab those tracks you can just go snatch them for a couple weeks and then it will be available we will make sure it is mm-hmm. um and then we'll go from there so again, that's kind of our development updates and stuff. Let me look at this list. I don't know if there's anything else that we didn't touch on. Yumicon, console stuff, Steam Deck. That looks like every like big ticket item. Uh, but yeah, Yumicon should be exciting. Should be yeah. a good time. Like I said, development will continue ongoing. And I would expect coming out of Yumicon that that's probably the inflection point where like stuff will really start to pick up on Cucumber and potentially wind down a little bit and down the drain. Like my big picture goal for this calendar year mm-hmm is to like december january that down the drain update will ship hopefully like like more fingers are crossed again more fingers are crossed <laughs> but uh and then, then at that point we will truly be yeah. like it'll be all cucumber all the time until that game ships and then we'll go from there because uh, at least like we've got like we've had a lot of talks about down the drain trajectory like where what we want to accomplish where we're going mm-hmm. with again, this update and this is more like uh like you said what we wanted to to get done to call it the final game and what uh again because like you're you're kind of the lead on that game and i've kind of been historically the lead on cucumber what what we you want to put into the game to call it like mm-hmm. this is like the i could put a cap on my vision this is what i wanted this this to be like this is how i wanted to all of the big ticket things i wanted to be in here or in here so yeah, it'll be uh, you know, we'll get that game up to Lorraine's high and wonderful standards. <laughs> um and get it out there. And honestly, at some point I'll just have to play it a little more again. Like it'll be I'm kind of looking forward to going a little bit and going to test it again cuz I haven't played it in a little while. And like I said for I mean, a, I did a lot of the rigorous testing. Yeah, you did you definitely were... did way more gameplay and mm-hmm. versions of that game that were close to final than I I have. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I still think it's a fun cute little thing. Yeah. Uh, again, still proud of the work we put into it for sure. Never again. <laughs> well, not again, not I in meant, that time frame. Yeah, I meant more the yeah. the experience to get it to where it was was hell. Right. Yeah, the <laughs> a whole quarter the was of rough. year. It was, uh, of and again, I, I would never have done that if I had done that for a company that wasn't for 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 someone else's yeah, vision. Fuck that. I wouldn't. I would. I would regret it <laughs> as as mm-hmm. doing a thing for us where we wanted to complete a thing and get into the wild. I I feel okay about it. But if like a, an other employer had asked me to put in that kind of effort, I would have. <laughs> Walked. regretted every minute of it in <laughs> in hindsight so those are the benefits of uh you know working for yourself and making mm-hmm. small games is that you know it's hard to get <laughs> people try that stuff out it can be hard to get uh you know eyeballs and hands on it but mm-hmm. at the very least you get to control your output and what you do and what you want to put in the darn thing yeah looking forward to kind of like you said putting a cap on closing these two books and just looking forward to past that for don't know sure. what it would be but yeah we've right got, we've been 
floating a handful of things here and there. You know, mm-hmm. we've got like a, we'll have to see an I, idea or two that we're like really like I said, it's gonna kind of yeah. There'll be a lot of moving plates in terms of like resources we have on hand and what moving we're able plates. To, I don't know, whatever. Spinning plates spinning or moving plates, parts. Moving parts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Spinning parts. Uh, uh, but I would love to make more stuff. Yeah, more game stuff. So we'll have to see. It's gonna be. It's a big mm-hmm. if, but it's a if that I'm interested in exploring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think the biggest thing for me is like just moving beyond what we committed to seven years ago, art wise. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure as hell I have not been redrawing assets for anything. Like that's way too much work. I already put in all that time and effort. And while it would have been nice to try and do that, like it's just not worth the worth the pain so mm-hmm. being free of those shackles will be nice yeah so we'll i'm see. looking forward like at least with cucumber i'm looking forward to doing more like sprite work because that was a lot of like the tile mapping backgrounds all of that i have a lot of fun with so i'm i'm looking forward to getting into that again very cool seeing some of those other assets that i had done yeah should be a good time yeah and as far as other stuff like i said we might just call it a really tight little update show i think because again we're <laughs> Just getting back on our feet in every sense of the word, kind of, so this one doesn't have to be, you know, <laughs> super long or super elaborate. And, and again, we haven't really been doing that much other than, like, dumb logistical crossing T's, dotting I's, yeah. like shit like that. So we really don't have that much that much more to talk yeah, about. Working, I will say that playing uh, Destiny on occasion. Mm-hmm. Watching more Amphibia. I know we yes. talked about that before, but that show's really... Uh, it's picking up. Yeah, it really picks up at like late season one mm-hmm. into season two. It's it's really chucking along, but that's a very cute, very well put together little. I think it might only be series. three seasons. That sounds probably true. We're like probably about mm-hmm. most of the way through season two. Yeah, but it's 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 pretty good. Like I said, I th- I think that first season starts a bit slow, but it really gets mm. it really gets going at a point. I mean, it's still like cute and funny. Yeah. Before then, but it's it doesn't quite <clears throat> doesn't quite cohese into something that feels like it has a momentum like mm-hmm. it does now which is neat i'm really enjoying it it's yeah. a lot of fun i have to watch other stuff like that in the, the future too like more i will watch like so that that's the really the mindset where i'm at in terms of tv watching right now is i will watch like every cute well put together like little animated thing we can get our hands on before i ever want to go back and watch more fucking yeah. stupid marvel bullshit <laughs> or like even like game of thrones and stuff yeah i just don't care i just don't mm-hmm. i'm not saying i'll never watch that are Game of Thrones series, or maybe check out that Lord of the Rings thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But right at this moment, mm, whatever. Not not that interested. Especially the Marvel stuff. Again, we've already talked about that. I'm just kind of burned out mm-hmm. <laughs> on that shit. Like, I have no interest for the moment in checking out any more of that crap. And some very tepid, minimal, theoretical interest in t- checking out some of that other fantasy stuff at some point. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, right now, really enjoying that. And then what was that other thing? The puppy cat thing on Netflix. Be and puppy cat. Be and puppy cat. Yeah, I think we're gonna check that out after, next. Yeah, after Amphibia, which, like I said, looks really cute, and I hadn't heard it heard of it before this. You had introduced me to, like, you showed me who is that YouTube video by? Uh, Neuralities. Yeah, the the uh that kind of runs down its origins the, as a or, web yeah, series. The, the original, like, because this is like the stuff that's on Netflix is like, from like what I've heard uh, Brian talk about is like a full reimagining of that series done into longer episodes and certain things he said are changed but in general it is still right mostly this, it's the, the core the big, thing big ticket plot points yeah of the original little web series thing yeah it looks cute i'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to checking that out like i said i want to i want to see how accurate my <laughs> elevator pitch interpretation of that show is because from the outside looking in without having seen the original series or this new one mm-hmm. it looks to it looks to me like uh 
like Scott Pilgrim, but replace more of the video game references with a little, with like slightly more anime references and shift the <laughs> the point of view from irresponsible, you know, shitbag, twenty <laughs> somethings adolescent <laughs> boy to irresponsible twenty somethings adolescent girl. <laughs> we'll see. It looks cute though. Mm-hmm. It looks it looks really cute. yeah. It's got a. It, the, I would describe the animation as very soft looking mm-hmm. in the best possible way. Yeah, well, and like I said, we'll check out more of the stuff like that in the future, too. Neat. Looking forward to dipping our toes into some more of that. Our house is coming back soon. Mm-hmm. That's true. We'll, we'll watch that at some point in the near future. And then other than that, I think that's about it for this episode. I think we'll call it a pretty light overall show, heavy on <laughs> basic <Lost>. information about <laughs> what we're going to be up to. It is small, but it is dense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so, yeah, me. If, uh, if you want to check us out at any point, like I said, we're going to try to stream on twitch thursdays and saturdays yeah, thursdays into that groove thursdays will be a wild card of playing something uh-huh. after we get done with tales saturdays will be fingers crossed a, cu- a couple a one or more cool indie games a week uh if you have an indie game or know somebody who has mm-hmm. one uh and you'd like us to check it out you can email us at podcast at cubecorngames.com check us out on twitter facebook cubecorn games we're all that we're that yeah. and all the social media things and with all that said Woo-hoo. We will call it a show. Yeah. Thank you, Lorraine, for hanging out and oh, yeah. chatting about the future. Wow. <laughs> and reminiscing on the past. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, if you can make it out to Yumicon in November, please come say hello. Yeah. And we'll then be there. we will see you in another couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.